The Denver Broncos will be traveling overseas to play in London. Who is their opponent and what can we look forward to? And if you're living in the United States and you want to figure out how you're going to watch the game, we have all the details for you. Plus, we look ahead at maybe how it impacts the Broncos schedule. Then we get to know newest Broncos cornerback, Damari Mathis, one of their draft selections in the 2022 NFL draft. You get that and much more on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos. Your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back in to a brand new episode of Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On NFL Network, your team every day from the South Stands to the End Zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Benninger. I cover the Denver Broncos for Mile High Sports. Sarah covers the Denver Broncos for the predominantly orange website. Check it out, predominantlyorange.com. And also, we cover it here, the Lockdown Broncos podcast and Nine News. Thank you once again, Broncos country, for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. It means the world to both Sarah Benninger and myself, whether you listen free and available everywhere you get your podcast in audio format or whether you watch us here on video here on YouTube. Do us a favor, make sure you smash that subscribe to that like button so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage. Sarah, my friend, the Broncos, one of their games has officially been announced for the 2022 NFL season, and they will be traveling to London to play the Jacksonville Jaguars at Wembley Stadium. I'm stoked about this. It's an exciting opportunity, I think, for Broncos, uh, the Broncos country to expand just how global they are. We know they have a big population fan base in Mexico City, and now the Broncos, I know our good friends over there, Colum, Michael, and everyone in Broncos Ireland, I know they're stoked about this, to now see the Broncos play in London. It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. I think the Broncos, Cody, I think they still need to officially get on the board with a victory in London. Yes. I know they've <laughs> lost the last two. I don't know if they've played more than two. So uh, obviously the last time the Broncos were in London, it was kind of an ugly situation, right? It ended up resulting in Josh McDaniels being fired. He was filming, had somebody filming the 49ers walkthrough and things like that. So uh, not the fondest of memories, right, in London. And of course, the most recent London matchup with the Atlanta Falcons, that was canceled due to the pandemic. So it's high time that our, our Broncos country family members over there in the UK get the opportunity to see their guys. And Cody, I'm looking forward to this being the opportunity that the Broncos take to run with my comparison of Nathaniel Hackett and and obviously uh, Ted Lasso. You I know, knew it was coming. Jason Sudeikis. So yeah. I think this is like this is the perfect opportunity. Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso coming to the Broncos, you know, practice or whatever in London and doing a little bit for ESPN or whoever's doing it. So I, I'm personally mostly looking forward to that. I feel like the, the stars are aligning, and if they don't do that, Cody, I'm going to be really disappointed. Well, you know, I think for everybody wondering, when do the Broncos play? Well, the game will take place on October 30th, so that's a good midway through the season, almost at the halfway mark there for the Broncos. And, uh, you know, I think one thing to keep an eye on is the kickoff time, right? So for those of you who live in Colorado, who live on Mountain Time, the game will kick off around 7.30 a.m., mountain time that's very early but this is usually how the process goes with most games in london that do get played it is the early kickoff that we do see happen down there uh, but it'll also be streaming in the local markets you know at 7 30 a.m but 
for the widespread people that want to watch the game that don't live in Colorado, you have to have a subscription to ESPN+. Plus. I'm not a fan of that move there by the NFL on this, forcing people to pay money to have an extra subscription, to have to be able to tune in to watch their team. I'm not. I'm never a big believer in that. Hopefully, there's something involved where people that you know can maybe have NFL Game Pass or you know NFL season ticket, Sunday ticket. I, I just think that making people pay an extra thing just to watch their team play, I think is stupid. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. But on the other side, outside of me complaining about subscriptions and things like that, two things that you have to pay for. Let's talk about another notion. Like, how does this benefit the Broncos? When we talk about the schedule, we talk about home games, away games, and potential bye weeks. Yeah, absolutely, Cody. This definitely could benefit the Broncos. First and foremost, it's a neutral site game where the Broncos are the road team. So this eliminates a road game off of your schedule. And I think that the, the AFC, somebody pointed out to me on Twitter that the AFC is actually playing the 17th game on the road this year. Remember last year, the Detroit Lions played that 17th game in yep. Denver. So this this season, it's going to be an additional road game for the AFC. So this balances things back out for the Denver Broncos. Now you got eight home games, nine, depending on if you count the SoFi stadium game against the Los Angeles chargers, a home game. Uh, that's an inside joke for Broncos fans, obviously, but, uh, and then the, the eight regular road games, obviously one of them being replaced now. So, I think that definitely this is a, a beneficial thing for the Denver Broncos. And also too, Cody, since this game is being played on October 30th, you know, doing a little research and everything looks like the NFL season is going to open on the weekend of September 10th, September 11th, something like that, which would put this as week eight, the matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And typically if the NFL is doing it right, typically your international game is immediately followed by a bye week, which that would give the Broncos a bye week right at week nine, smack dab in the middle of a 17-game season. So I think that there's definitely opportunities here for the Broncos to benefit. First of all, you take a road game off the slate, you get a neutral site game against the Jaguars, but also you get that opportunity to potentially have a bye week right in the middle of the season instead of too early or too late. And also, Cody, I think that there's an advantage that the Broncos might have playing at Wembley Stadium with, like you mentioned, the well-traveled Broncos country members over there in the UK. Well, and this is going to be the Nathaniel Hacker game too because he's going to be playing against the former team he used to be the offensive coordinator for. So really kind of cool to see all the relationships, all the ties that kind of bind this matchup together. I know the Jaguars love playing in London, and now I think for Broncos country, it was really cool to see Russell Wilson be able to get on Good Morning Football and talk about how excited he is. And even Nathaniel Hackett said, like, hey, being able to go out and take these guys to London is great, but we can't forget that we have a game that we have to win. So while it's cool to be able to have that trip, the focus is on winning a football game, and it makes the experience much more enjoyable for Broncos country. But Broncos country, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to get to know Broncos 115th overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, Damari Mathis, cornerback out of pit. We get to know the person. We get to know the player and project his fit coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode. Show it to good friends over there at Blue Nile. BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, and gemstones stone pendant necklaces here for Mother's Day this coming weekend. If you are celebrating the special women in your life, BlueNile.com can easily navigate thousands of jewelry options at every price point possible for you to find the right gift 
for the special women inside your life here today. And this Mother's Day, give mom something to show treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off of $500. And this podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging. I won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. As we jump into the second half action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, real quick, Broncos country, mile high salute to you. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. If you love this video so far, make sure you smash that like button on YouTube. Make sure you give us a thumbs up as well and follow us on your favorite podcasting provider wherever you get your podcasts. Sarah, let's get to know Damari Mathis, the Broncos 115th overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft cornerback out of pit now kind of doing some background on him outside of just watching the football tape you get to learn a lot about these athletes you know specifically when you go to college like everyone's like all right hey they're going to college to play football but i'm always interested in what they go to school for like what is their major like von miller always had the the interesting one the poultry science that was an interesting major but you know for uh for damari mathis he's got a bachelor's degree in communications and he's also pursuing a second major in administration of justice. So there might be a future for him in terms of maybe PR if he wants to, or also being in the eyes of the law, like being, you know, in law enforcement or, you know, speaking out against social injustice. He is going to put himself in a position, I think, post football where he can be involved in a lot of facets. And I think he's coming into a locker room situation in Denver where they're very involved in the community. And especially when it comes to speaking out against social injustice, Justin Simmons is doing a great job with that. I think Damari Mathis is going to come and fit in right away here as a person inside this locker room it's really cool to see the majors there but you know for him I, I'm excited to get to know him a lot more throughout this season because I know a lot of Broncos fans are wondering maybe where he's going to play but you know what else can we talk about here for Damari Mathis as the person yeah he's a central Florida native Cody he played his high school football at Lakeland High School in Florida a school that does produce quite a few NFL players and from what I've read up on him it sounds like when he enrolled to play there, it sounds like he was kind of reluctant to make a change to the defensive back position because he he previously had played on the offensive side of the ball. And we're discovering with a lot of these players, a, a lot of position switches throughout their high school time, kind of their formative years. So to see him become such a, a prominent NFL prospect at the defensive back position, the cornerback position specifically, it's pretty cool to kind of check back into these guys' journeys, right? And to see he was only a three-star prospect coming out, but obviously had offers from a variety of different schools. He actually flipped commitment from South Carolina at one point. So South Carolina was interested. Florida was interested. Pitt, obviously, very interested. And he ultimately ended up playing his entire collegiate career for the Panthers there. So really interesting background on him and somebody that I think with an offensive background that really helps defensive backs, right? Making plays on the ball. And I mean, it does too, because when you've played offense before, like for me, like before I, I, at the next level played cornerback, I played receiver and corner. So like for me, I understood if I'm a receiver, how am I trying to attack the leverage of the defensive back? So for him, he understands those nuances of having played that position. I think with a lot of these guys too, you see them play different positions. I mean, yesterday we were talking about Greg Dulcich. He played quarterback at one point. He played wide receiver and then he moved to tight end at the college level. It's like he's got a lot of experience in different places. And I think for, for Damari Mathis, he grows up in a household, you know, great mom and dad, very supportive people around him. He's got 
got two brothers, uh, and he's got a really good support system around him. There's re never really ever been any character concerns for him, which is suddenly becoming a trend here. Like we've seen George Payton, the last two draft class, come in and draft guys with high character, both on and off the football field, leadership traits, and guys who produce at an impactful level. Now, I think for when we get into the portion here in a moment of talking about him as a player at Pitt, maybe how he projects in this, you know, the defense here for Denver, maybe as a rookie, there's a lot of things about him that translate really well. You know, for him, he's very forward thinking, right? Kind of like the Broncos GM. Like there was a time in 2020, and we'll talk about a little bit more in depth, he decided to redshirt, have a redshirt season because of the fact he suffered an injury. He didn't want to devalue himself, and he wanted to come back the next season in 2021 last year to really prove that. So he's a guy that has a chip on his shoulder. I know we hear all the cliches when it comes to the NFL draft process about what this guy has done. Yeah, he's got the chip on his shoulder. He's overlooked, but he's got a chip on his shoulder because he wants to be very, very successful. And there's traits about him. And I'm excited, too, because it's coming out, Sarah. The Behind the Broncos draft footage is releasing this week. So I'm excited to see that production and what they really thought of these players behind the scenes. You got little previews and little snippets of it, but now we get the full-on documentary as to the process here. But one thing that you know Christian Parker, uh, Ajiro Evero have said about the defensive backs that they want in their scheme, they want them to have a different perspective. You know, rather than just being a guy that can come in and play inside the nickel, come in and play on the outside, they want guys who are willing to embrace maybe possibility of changes. Right. So I mean, we've talked about the fact that maybe you can see some position switches from guys in that corner back room like Michael Ojemudi might see him move to the safety position at some point the Broncos have different plans for these guys but you know Damari Mathis has got the character he's willing to do whatever it takes whatever the coaching staff asks him and I think that speaks to his character as a human being which I'm excited for and I can't wait to see a lot more up close and personal I can't wait to see it too Cody one thing that really stands out to me about Damari Mathis is just really competitiveness you know you have to be super competitive at the cornerback position, especially in today's NFL, because, man, it's a quarterback-driven league, and you have to have guys that can affect the quarterback. And this is a defensive back that I think can do that. And ultimately, for any cornerback coming from the college ranks to the NFL, what do you want them to have? You want them to have confidence. They've got to be confident. They've got to have that kind of swagger, just like you like to have your wide receivers have a little bit of personality. I think cornerbacks have to be the same way. They yeah. have to believe that they're the best player on the field because – They've got a lot of they've got a lot of responsibilities out there. They've got to shut down those quarter those quarterbacks and those wide receivers. And one thing that really stood out about Damari Mathis was he was asked uh, at his pro day at Pitt by the NFL Network. They were like, "You just you just had a forty three and a half inch vertical jump. Like, how do you feel about that?" And he was like, "I really wanted to get forty four, you know." And I love that kind of response. Like, yeah, man, like forty three and a half would have been the best at man. the scouting combine this year. And when he's asked, like, "What do you? How do you feel? Like, that's a really great number. Would have been the best at the combine." I wish I would have got forty four. You know, it's I love that mentality. It's like keep working, keep striving keep wanting to be the best. He had a great senior bowl, Cody. Really impressed Jim Nagy. I know he, Jim Nagy has tweeted yeah. a ton about Damari Mathis. So really impressive young man, and I think he's going to have a bright future in Denver. Well, let's take a look now, coming up here in just a moment, at the player. What can summarize his career at Pitt and maybe how it translates now to the Denver Broncos inside this secondary coach by Ejiro Evro and Christian Parker? What are the expectations for Mathis as a rookie here in 2022? Sarah Bettinger and myself, we're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about BetOnline.net, the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and information this season. And you can find all the latest sports developments, 
league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's run to the roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. As we jump into the fourth quarter action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. Once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. If you don't do that already, we encourage you to do so. Wake up in the morning, have your cup of coffee with us, and make your breakfast. Go to your workout. Go Take us with you on your drive to work so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage that is always up-to-date, objective, and fresh for Broncos country here. Sarah, continuing on here today, let's get to know the player, Damari Mathis, a little bit more. Maybe project his fit here with this Broncos team here in 2022. Now, I talked about a little bit earlier in the last segment. In 2020, he redshirted due to suffering an injury in the preseason, and he didn't want to impact his value a little bit. He wanted to rest up from the injury, come into a season fully healthy, and he did just that in 2021 he started and played in all 13 games for Pitt, and he really rebounded he was one of their big time impact players for him and he was an honorable mention all acc cornerback for them which helped get him an invite to the senior bowl where we talk about our good friend jim Nagy, who does a fantastic job with the senior bowl year in and year out looking back at his time at Pitt, i mean damari mathis is a guy that plays with a relentless motor can play on the outside can play on the inside and in the slot and the nickel which gives me a lot of ideas maybe how the broncos can use him it's great that he can play a little bit of both because former bronco bryce callahan now just signed with afc west division rival the los angeles chargers can damari mathis step up into the nickel or the dime if possible i want to get your thoughts on this sarah i think he definitely can i really do over his last two seasons that he played you mentioned the shoulder injury that kept him out of 2020 so 2019 and 2021 combined he had 21 pass breakups and four interceptions which is really solid you know i mean i, I think at, at this at this stage of the draft, you're not necessarily looking for for the the passer tens. You're looking for more of the guys that can come in and contribute special teams. You're looking for the guys that have starter upside. And of course, when you look at Damari Mathis just on the hoof, you see a guy that's incredibly athletic. I mean, a four three nine in the forty yard dash, the the forty three and a half inch vertical jump that I mentioned previously. I mean, the athletic traits are all there, and he's built really well. He's 5'11", almost 200 pounds, so he's built really well. He's got good length, and obviously he's got the ball skills. A former offensive player with 21 pass breakups and four interceptions in the last two seasons that he's played fully. So I think obviously what you see here is a guy that has the ability to come in, step in right away to that nickel role. I mean, it wasn't what he primarily played at Pitt, but his athletic traits, Cody, those seem to indicate to me that this is a guy that you want in your slot as you know the the player that hey he could blitz at any time with that big time yeah. speed or he's somebody that could cover quicker receivers inside or he's got the he's got the length and the 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 thickness the strength to be able to play against some tight ends as well if you match him up in that way i think there's plenty of opportunities like you mentioned with michael oj mudia coming back showing pretty well in that season finale last year as well 
the Broncos' depth at the cornerback position really seems fortified by this Damari Mathis move, and I think it gives you options beyond just this season. Well, the Broncos believe that his skill set will transition well to the NFL. They, you know, a lot of the guys that they've looked for in this year's draft process, offensively or defensively, they want to see if they have the traits that translate well to the NFL game, right? NFL style offenses, pro style offenses. We talk about NFL style of defenses, different coverages, you know, because sometimes at the collegiate level, you can run, you know, one coverage. And there's some smaller schools that really thrive in that. But the Broncos went after guys, and this is the same thing to be said with Fion Hicks, the seventh round cornerback out of Wisconsin here. Damari Mathis has played in an NFL style of defense. So they believe that what they've seen on the tape there from him, they believe they can get a lot of value out of him. However, I do wonder, like, what will his impact be as a rookie? Because as we mentioned, the Michael Ojemudias, the Asang Bassies, there's going to be competition here. And I think we can project right now on the, the Broncos' base nickel defense will contain Ronald Darby on the outside, Patrick Sertan on the outside, and Kwan Williams, one of the offseason free agency signings in that nickel position. But when Denver goes to dime, that's where the competition for that other slot position, I think, is wide open here for Damari Mathis. So he will have to compete against Michael Ojemudia, especially on special teams, and Asang Bassi covering opposing teams, gunners on punt team, being able to make a role for himself on kickoff, kick return, anything else, any of the core four stuff. So for Damari Mathis, it's not just going to be, hey, you're going to come in, you're going to play defense as a rookie but you have to come in, you have to play special teams. And then if you do that really well, as we've seen, I think the Broncos do reward those guys that do ball out on special teams with the role on the offense or defensive side of the ball. So there is that. But one thing I do like about Damari Mathis' game, Sarah, going back to Pitt, he's been fairly consistent. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that go and they try to pull up the stat sheet and they're like, they look at his numbers, total passes, defense, total interceptions. Like, well, he doesn't have many interceptions in his career. It's because many teams don't try to throw on him. When they do, he makes a play or he has really good coverage and it's an incomplete pass. He has some pass defenses, but outside of that, and I'm really stoked to dive into the tape a little bit more on Damari Mathis. And one thing I always encourage Broncos country to do, this is what Sarah and I do. We pull up the game tape because there's people out there and blessings to these people that put full games from the college level on YouTube to be able to watch. There's highlights there. And if you somehow find a way to access one of the sites that has all 22 for college film, there's a lot of great resources out there. Make sure you just find Damari Mathis and just watch him on the tape. Watch ta- watch games if you look up a stat sheet or a box score where he had a big performance. Or let's say if he had zero tackles or one or two tackles, what was the context of that? Were they going to him that often? Were they throwing his way? Because I think that the stat sheet is very deceptive at times when people just look at that and rely on that to give themselves the analysis and the information. The tape never lies, folks. Go watch it. There's a lot of pit games on YouTube and on the internet that you can access as well to watch these prospects here. And Sarah, my friend, I am so stoked about the Broncos being able to go to London. I'm not sure if that means I'll be going to London, but if that's the case, that'll be really cool, I think, for our show to go to London and and to be able to watch this game, you know, on behalf of Mile High Sports and provide that coverage here for the listeners of Lockdown Broncos is going to be super fun. It's going to be stupendous if that's the case. But I'm excited to continue to get to know these NFL draft prospects. One thing, Broncos country share a lot of great feedback. They're loving this series, sir. I say we keep it up. And who better for that tomorrow's episode of the show than to look at Ioma Uwazarike. But yes, we've been practicing our pronunciations for Ioma Uwazarike. And we're excited to see what maybe he can do for the Broncos in 2022. He'll be the focus of tomorrow's episode of the show as we continue our get to know the Broncos 2022 rookie series here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. With us at Broncos country, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the show we appreciate you so much listening to us free and available where you get your favorite podcast or watching us here on youtube make sure you smash that subscribe button with sarah benninger and myself we'll be back tomorrow for a brand new episode locked on broncos